Shalom and welcome everyone to the Universal Garden of Amuna. <laughs> As always, we're here in the holy city of Jerusalem, the Chut Shel Chesed Yeshiva, directed by our beloved teacher and spiritual guide, Rabbi Shalom Arush. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm Yonatan Galed. We are beautiful people and we're very happy to meet again. Long time no see, right? <laughs> We've been off for about two weeks. I missed you all. I hope you missed me too. And uh, well, I received your mails and thank you. Always I'm happy to receive your mails. And we have a lot to do. We have a lot to do, a lot to learn. But first, we have a joke. As always, we have a joke. Listen to this joke. It's a dad joke, which means it's a bad joke, but it's kind of funny, <laughs> I hope. Let's see if I do it, this right. Did you hear about the two antennas that got married? Did you hear about that? Two antennas that got married? Well, the ceremony was okay, but the reception was great. <laughs> the reception! Wi-Fi, no. Okay, <laughs> if you got it, it's good. It means I passed the test. If not, you can send me better jokes. We have a special mail for the jokes. It's Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot jokes at gmail.com. And we also have a mail for you to write us whatever you want. If you want to participate, uh, we have a raffle at the end of the, of the shear of the video. So you can write us to Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot emuna, E-M-U-N-A, at gmail.com everything is at gmail.com okay so <laughs> that's great we're smiling we're happy it's raining here in jerusalem so it's great atmosphere a little bit cold alex arrange us some yeah <laughs> alex is our cameraman he does everything the best way technology everything is the expert and i just work here you know i'm just <laughs> but alex is is our main man so We've learned last week, uh, it was a pretty heavy shear. Shear is a class uh, because we learned about, uh, we can say, uh, past lives, you know, experiences, spiritual experiences. It was pretty deep, moving also. It was very special. I think it was very special. But now we want to progress a little bit. We're learning about Emuna. What is Emuna? We say all the time. Emuna is the pure, simple faith in the one and only creator of the universe. That he is one. There's nothing but him. He created everything. And not only he created everything, he didn't leave, you know. He didn't le left us <laughs> alone. He's here. His presence is here. And... There's something he wants to achieve with all of this creation. There is a mission for each and every one of us as an individual and also as humanity, um, Israel as a nation and each nation also, we have a mission and we want to achieve it and accomplish it. And especially our individual mission on earth we want to understand what it means what we need to reach achieve what we want to to do with our lives what are we here for for what eating sleeping walking around you know some youtube video what so we can understand that's not that can't be a purpose but what is the purpose so the sages teaches us the purpose is emuna itself 
to reach emuna, to accomplish a high spiritual level in emuna, believing in the Creator, and by that connecting with Him, uh, having a true connection with the creation, the Creator of the universe. That means that we are reaching what we came here for. Because each and every one of us has a spark. We can say a little piece of the Creator Himself inside this body of flesh and blood. So we want to connect with Him. So how do we do that? And who said that Emuna, the way of Emuna is true? Can you prove it? Can you prove it? So we will try to prove it. <laughs> That's what we're here for. We'll try to prove it. And today, hopefully, we'll finish this chapter. So next week, we begin a fresh new start. We have a new chapter, chapter 3. But now, how can we prove Emuna is right? How can we believe this is the right path for me? And it doesn't matter if you're a religious person or a non-religious person, a believer or a non-believer. Every single human being wants to have a nice life, a fulfilling life. And this way is for everyone. So let's see what it's all about. We're in the page number 46. Okay? Still working on my English. Forgive me <laughs> if it's not perfect, but we're working on that. So, okay. 46. The obsession to win the argument. The obsession to win the argument. This is very important. There is a terrible character flaw that it is extremely damaging to the extent that a person could lose his very life because of it. Lose his very life because of it. Okay. What is it? This is the obsession to win an argument at all costs. To always be right. I'm always right. Everybody's wrong. At least, you know, most of the people. But I'm certainly right. I know everything. I understand better than everyone. I know everything. I'm always right. I always need to win. Always. An argument, a discussion, whatever. That's a very dangerous character flaw. It can ruin homes, relationships with your spouse, with your children, with your boss. With your mother-in-law that is already, you know, shaking there. <laughs> it's not a good thing. It ruins a person's life. So let's understand why. And let's see. What can we do? So human nature wants to be right always. And to win always. We have that need to feel that we know what, we, what we're talking about. The truth is with us. We want to feel that. We see it all around. People are fighting for their truth, or so-called truth. A person thinks that his or her opi opinions are truth. They're not willing to hear any other opinion. And if they hear, hear another opinion, it's like just to you know, respect a little bit the other, <laughs> the other person. But they know why they, what, what they think, it's truth, and they just, yeah, yes, I'm listening, yes, 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 and they just want to say what they have in mind. No one can budge them from their preconceptions. A lot of, a lot of people are like that, and if, even if not 100% like that, each and every one of us has something of that. 
So these people, they can never acknowledge a mistake, nor are they willing to change. They don't need to change. They're perfect. Mr. and Mrs. Perfect. They know everything. So they don't need to change. Everything stays the way it is. Usually, they scoff at others. They can even, you know, laugh at others because everybody doesn't know well enough, good enough. This all comprises the obsession to win the argument. This all comprises the obsession to win the argument. To be always right. Now, what's the problem with this? A person like this is obsessed with being right and winning. As such, he never finds the truth. Oh, there we go. This is the worst thing that can happen. A person like that is blocked. He can't hear another opinion. He's living the truth. That's what he thinks. So he can never change and he can never reach the truth. The absolute truth. Because he's sure he's right. So, why, why can't he change and find the truth? Because in order to find the truth, a person must be willing to sacrifice everything. If you want the truth, you need to be willing to do everything you need to reach it. Not hurting anyone, of course, but you need to be willing to change, to give up on certain things that are taking you away from the truth, etc. You need to, to, be, to have courage to decide, I want the truth. I want to live correctly. I want to fulfill my mission in life. You need to be brave. And even this person, after he thinks that he found the truth, we're talking about a truth seeker that is brave and searching for the truth. Even after he thinks that he found the truth, he must be willing to admit that he was wrong again. After a while, he says it's not the truth. And once again, to change his train of thought repeatedly, if need be. Sometimes you're sure you found, found the truth. You say, okay, now I can, I can, rest, I can rest in peace, <laughs> supposedly. Yeah? I, I, I can retire. I found the truth. I'm in it. Everything's okay. No, the search never ends. Keep looking inside. Is this the truth? Maybe I need to look further. And sometimes, after you were sure you found the truth, you find out that no, it's still not it. Still a lot to search. So you need to admit, no, still, I haven't found it. So a person that is a truth seeker, he must be willing to change and to rectify always. Now, now Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, the great doctor of the soul, he was known. That was how he was known. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev writes that truth and the obsession to win the argument are mutually exclusive. They, they, they can't live together. Wanting the truth and wanting to win always, they can't coexist. <laughs> it's whether one or the other. We need to understand that. For a person who is obsessed with being right and with winning will never admit the truth even if it's staring him in the face. He won't admit it because he wants to win. He wants to triumph. He wants to be the one that is right. 
but sometimes we're wrong. we're wrong. No, he can't admit it. So a person like that never can, can never find the truth. And that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Because you can lose your entire life just because you need to be right. You're better than everyone. You know everything. That's really a shame. Only human. Understandably, a person must rid himself of this terrible obsession. How? He can do so by recognizing the limits of human intellect and perception. A human being is limited. You, we can think that we are wonderful, and we are. We are beautiful, we are wonderful, but there are things that we don't know, that we can't reach and achieve. We know little about ourselves, that's the truth. So we certainly don't know much about creation with its endless wonders, endless wonders, perplexities and deepest secrets. Now, saying that, saying not knowing much <laughs> is a gross understatement. Basically, we know nothing. We think we know a lot. We have science, we have so many wonderful things, technology, but still we're not scratching <laughs> even the beginning of the infinite knowledge. It's, it's, it's amazing. So we need to understand that. We have a certain limitation as human beings. It's okay, it's nothing wrong. Therefore, a person doesn't even understand what's happening in his own life, where he has been, where he is going, and what the future holds for him. Neither the immediate, immediate future nor years to come. We don't know what's going to happen, what will be with us, we, we don't know. Therefore, a person lacks, a human being, lacks the ability to protect himself from periodic calamities, natural occurrences, and other crises. We, we're not, you know, we're not prophets. We don't know what will happen. We try our best, but there are things that don't depend on us, on what we want, we expect. Most importantly, a person must observe and admit that he can't succeed on his own. And because we can see that, we depend all the time on the news, on people, on, the, I don't know, on our lawyers, uh, neighbors, family. Being alone, 100% alone, we, we, we don't know what to do. If you will think about it, all the time we depend on a lot of people and things. And if we can't help ourselves, if a per person can't help himself, he certainly can't help his family members and others. He's limited. As soon as a person is ill, for example, in the slightest, feeling a little bit sick, ill, all the more so if he's very sick, his arrogance becomes totally deflated. <laughs> Suddenly, you're not the king of the world. You're not controlling everything. Oh, you go. You reach your real level. You understand where you're standing. And so his arrogance becomes totally deflated for he sees that he cannot control his own life. He didn't decide to be sick. It happened. 
So there are people blaming themselves. I shouldn't have eaten that. I shouldn't have done that. It's because I'm eating too much. I don't know, this and that. I should stop this. Okay, yeah, it's important to, to, to eat and drink things that are healthy. But even people that eat healthy and drink healthy and work out and everything, they get sick. They get sick once, once in a while. So what, what can they say? Blame themselves, but it, it wasn't, it, it's not depending on them. They became sick, okay? So, this person that gets ill, gets sick, he, his arrogance becomes totally deflated, for he sees that he cannot control his own life. He has feelings of helplessness, fear, and anxiety. Is this really one day closer, closer to the grave? started thinking maybe maybe I'm getting closer <laughs> maybe I'm dying people get panicked so we need to decide that's what it writes here decide either remain arrogant and feel like there's no one as smart talented and successful as you are where you can even allow yourself to ridicule others make fun of others you you know better than everyone Decide if that's what you want. Each and every person, you know, with his level of arrogance that he has. But admit the truth. I'm talking to that person that he knows I'm talking to him. Admit the truth, at least. You're not genuinely happy. And you're missing the point of your real mission for posterity. A person that all the time judges others and feels he's better than everyone. So he might look like Mr. Perfect and everything is going well for him. But it's not a happy person. You don't see him at night. You don't see him when he's alone and depressed. And again, it's a shame because it doesn't have to be that way. We are here together because we want to change. We want to get better. We want to reach our highest potential. So that's what we're here, why we're here, learning together. So that's one option. To remain with the arrogance, I'm better than everyone, etc. Or decide that you have a lot to learn and that you can learn from every individual. Our sages say you can learn from every individual. And that's what it says here. Like the old adage that says, the wise person learns from everyone. A wise person is someone that knows he has something to learn from each and every human being. From the greatest professor and scientist and from a poor man, a homeless person that is in the street. Ah, what can he teach me? He can teach you a lot. <laughs> a lot about life. Don't think, don't think that you're better than anyone. So you need to decide that you're willing to do that. Take into account that one must go through a number of stages to find the truth. At any given stage, a person might have to dissemble what he assembled. He must be ready to change. That's a person that is real, genuine with himself. He wants to live correctly. He's willing to change, to be better. 
and to say I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> it's amazing to say I'm wrong. Because it shows you're someone that is checking on himself. He's trying to adapt to the reality that surrounds him. It's a person that works on himself. A person that can say, I don't know. You know, one of the greatest Torah sages that makes a commentary on the Torah is Rashi. Everybody knows him as Rashi. Rabbi Shlomo Itzchaki. And he writes on almost every verse, every word in the Torah, an explanation. Also, on the Gemore, on the Oral Torah. He writes explanations. But there's times that he writes, I don't know. He writes about a certain question, something complicated. He writes, I don't know the answer. It's hard to understand this part, and I don't know what to say. Why needs to say that? To write that? Just don't write anything. <laughs> you wrote so many smart things, this and this and this and this, we see you have a huge amount of knowledge, you can just not write anything. <laughs> like, you know, try to think by yourself. No. He tells you, I tried to understand, I don't know, I don't understand the answer. That's a giant. That's a spiritual, and, and this is an amazing giant, spiritual giant, an honest person. A genuine, legit, we say today, right? He's legit. <laughs> He's writing us hundreds, hundreds of years ago, thousand years. He writes, I don't know. So why can't we do that? What's about this and that? I really don't know. You don't die from that. It's okay. <laughs> so we need to learn from that. But, but that way, when a person is honest and is accepting to change and to say I don't know and to learn new things, but that way his life is enjoyable and always interesting because that individual is striving toward the ultimate goal that he was created to achieve. A person like that will achieve greatness. He will conquer it every obstacle in his way. He will be a winner. You can be a winner. We can be winners. When we say we don't know. When we accept, accept failures. When we search for the truth for so many times and we failed. We found ourselves in a worst position, in a terrible place. Nothing happened. Get yourself together. Shake the dust. Let's go forward. Nothing happened. Let's go forward. We're still alive. That means the Creator, if you put a moonlight into it, still believes in us. He gave me another day to live. I can breathe. So there's a new chance. I can breathe again. I'm alive again. I've I received another day. Another chance to be great, to admit the wrong, and to search for the truth. And we can reach it. We can reach it. So this video of today, this shear of today, we just want to take home 
this message. There's a terrible attribute, character flaw, that is called in Hebrew, Midat Hanitzachon. What is Midat Hanitzachon? The attribute of being right all the time. To triumph all the time. Nitzachon is to triumph, to win. I want to win. I want to be right. I know better than everyone. And a lot of times when I say I know better than everyone, I know it's not right. But I need to prove them wrong. Even with, with twisted arguments, just to feel good with myself. That's being a liar to oneself. That's all. You can reach truth, you can't enjoy life, you can't have a nice marriage, you won't have real friends. It's all interests. You're losing your life. We're not even talking now a moon and believing, just being a human being. To be human, we need to throw that away. We need to decide that we want to be. We're searching for the truth. We, we, we need to be truthful. We need to be people of truth. Admit what's not right. Admit what is right. Admit that I was wrong. And it's 100% okay. When a person does, does that, as we will see, I think we will leave this part for next week. Because I really want us to you know, think a little bit about this part. So we'll, we'll conclude this chapter next week. We will see next week that when a person actually throws away, unroots this terrible character flaw of always needing to feel that he's right, that he's right, he's now open to see the truth, to search it, to find it, to learn it, and be successful. So, we'll stop here. Today we'll stop here. And the homework of this, of this day, of this week, till we meet again, is to do a little, bit of, a little bit of soul searching. That's always very important. We will learn about this. Uh, we'll have a lot to speak about that, that subject. Some soul searching. How many percent inside of me has this arrogance that I want to be right and I want to show that I know better? And what, why do I need it for? That will make me be more important, more successful. People will respect me more. I promise you. People respect a person that can say, I was wrong and I will try to be better. I promise you. So why are we stuck with this terrible attribute, this terrible character flaw? There's people that have it 100%, people have it 5%, but we need to uproot it 100% completely if we want to reach truth and we want to learn about Emuna. So our homework is to do a little bit of soul searching and to ask ourselves with questions, why do I need this feeling? What it makes me feel? Can I be an honest person to myself, towards others? And it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And we need to do it. So that's the homework for this week. I will be very, very happy to hear from you in the mail and also writing there below. And all for the people that are writing me mails, I'm very happy to receive your mails. And I thank you in advance. But I also ask you, please also write in the 
comment section below because it helps other people too. So we will read that and also the personal emails gladly. Okay? So, we know the homework and now we need to announce... Yeah, my trumpet is not working. We need to announce the winner of this week's raffle. Let's see who is the winner. Let's see. Are you ready? Drum rolls, please. Okay. <laughs> who is it? From Norway. What's going on here? Maya from Norway. Hey, Maya, thank you. Writing us from Norway. Wow. You're saving me, you know, the effort to, to learn Norwegian. <laughs> because that's, I think it's a little bit complicated, right? Look what she writes me. That's so beautiful mail. You really made me happy. She says, hello, hello. I just wanted to say thank you for making videos also in English. I've tried looking at many videos on YouTube, spiritual videos, but I cannot stay focused on any except for yours. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm humbled. Because they are fun. And the jokes bring a happy vibe, which I also appreciate. Thank you. At least someone likes my jokes. <laughs> That's great. And what she says more? Uh, especially being secular and often feeling that I actually have no idea what these videos are talking about. With your videos, I understand. And if I don't, then it still makes me smile. Have a wonderful day. Best wishes from Maya in Norway. Maya, really? You deserve this prize. You made me very happy. And that's amazing. I'm so happy. It's giving me motivation to go on. So you're actually winning. Not my book, because I need it. But <laughs> this book, The Universal Garden of Muna. And to receive it, please write me your details to our team at Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot Emuna, E-M-U-N-A at gmail.com to receive your prize. We'll send it to Norway. No problem. Let's see how long it takes, but tell us that you received it. It's important for us to know. Thank you for your mail. Thank you for all of you people, wonderful, beautiful people. You are beautiful because you take care about yourself. You want to grow. You're here to grow and to learn. That's amazing. For me, I think it's amazing. We love you all. We appreciate you being with us. Please spread the videos everywhere so this knowledge reaches everyone. Do your homework, because if not, Alex will take care of you. And we'll meet in the next week. And hopefully by then we'll see a rectified world shining with the light of a Muna everywhere. May it be speedily and in our days. Amen. <laughs>